0: He, <laughs> Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society, a podcast dedicated to suspense, crime, and horror stories from the golden age of radio. I'm Aaron.
1: I'm Tim. And I'm Joshua.
0: We love mysterious old-time radio stories, but do they stand the test
2: of time? That's what we're here to find out.
1: This week, I chose an episode of the BBC series Fear on 4, entitled The Snowman Killing. Fear on 4 aired on BBC Radio from 1988 to 1993, returning for a final season in 1997.
0: Fear on 4 was hosted by The Man in Black, a figure lifted directly from the show's golden age predecessor, Appointment with Fear, which had in turn borrowed the character from radio's theater of thrills, Suspense. Appointment with Fear ran from 1943 to 1955 and featured Valentine Dial as The Man in Black. A subsequent series known as The Man in Black enjoyed
2: a short run in 1949 with Dial resuming the role. The BBC launched another audio series entitled The Man in Black, which ran from 2009 to 2011 with Mark Gatiss in the titular role.
1: For Fear on 4, The Man in Black was portrayed by Edward D'Souza. The Snowman Killing was written by radio playwright James C. Brooke. During the 1970s and 80s, Brooke wrote several highly regarded plays for BBC Radio, including Jonas, The Doppelganger, and The Missing Piece. According to his online bio, Brooke left writing for a career in IT, finding it a much more comfortable, logical world with way better money.
0: Now, let's listen to the debut episode of Fear on 4, The Snowman Killing. First aired January 3rd, 1988.
2: It's late at night and a chill has set in. You're alone and the only light you see is coming from an antique radio. Listen to the sounds coming from the speaker. Listen to the music and listen to the voices.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the man in black saying, welcome to my open house of horror. Which brings me to number 12A Maple Drive. A nice house. Three bedrooms, through lounge, fitted kitchen, garage, bit of a garden, front and back, yes. A nice house. But it has a history that has led to a for-sale sign being placed outside. A history you do well to know before you think of buying. The Snowman Killing.
4: Build a snowman. A snowman? Yes, we'll build him on the lawn. I don't want to build a snowman. Why not? I don't know. I don't want to. Don't be silly. They're scary. They're not. They're fun. I don't want to. You do, you do want to. I don't. Yes, you do, you do want to. Please, Colin. Yes, you do. We're going to make a snowman, aren't we? Don't make me. Please, don't make me. We can make him by the bird table. He can scare the birds. Yes. That's it. You can scare the birds. I don't want to. Come on. It'll be fun, I tell you. Fun. I don't want to. Wait for me. Mummy, can I play
5: outside? Oh, it's horribly cold, darling. I'm bored. Well, go and play with your tank. You had a nice new tank from Auntie Joan. You've not played with it at all. I don't want to. Well, then grab that cloth and help me dry
4: up. I'm not that bored. Where's Alex? I don't know, playing or reading. He's always reading. He likes reading, darling. He's a baby. He's wet. He never wants to do anything. You mustn't
5: bully him. We're all different. We all like doing different things. Just because he doesn't like doing the things you like doing doesn't mean to say he's a baby. He's a
4: baby. If it really, really, really snows, then I'm going to build a snowman. are you now? A big one, as big as me. Well, you won't
5: make one this afternoon, that's for sure. Look at that, Mummy. Look at what, darling?
4: The snowman, Mummy.
5: The snowman? What are you talking about?
4: Can't you see it, Mummy?
5: Colin, your imagination, you're as bad as
4: Alex. The snowman, Mummy. Can't you see the snowman? At least look, Mummy. Come here and look. What for? There isn't a snowman. You've just been talking about building
5: a but snowman. But you must
4: see him, Mummy. You must. He's on the lawn. Look. He's on the lawn. Just by the bird table. Look, just there. Look, you can see him. I suppose you'll never be satisfied until I do look. Now, let's see, shall we? He's just there. Look, just there. You must be able to see him, Mummy. Oh! <gasps> snowman on the
5: lawn.
4: You shouldn't tell FIBS. You saw him, didn't you, Mommy? Right by the bird table. He's scaring the bird. You watch too much television. You do not stop playing. I'm not playing.
5: <laughs> no, for, for the last time, there is no snowman. The snow is too light for a snowman. Now, where's your brother? Asleep. What?
4: Well, I, I thought you said he was... He's sl- sleeping. He's cold. <laughs> cold as ice.
5: That laugh of yours, I,
4: I don't know where you get it from.
5: Now um, let's see where he is. Alex! Alex! Alex, darling!
4: Darling! Darling. Oh God, it oh, was so cold. Oh my God. I told you, told you. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. No. Oh, no, shut up. Alex, darling, what's, what's wrong with you? I'm cold. So cold. He's only playing. Alex, wake up, darling. Come on. It's mummy. Mummy? Oh, thank God. He's only playing. I said he's only playing. Oh, Colin, go upstairs. Oh, mummy.
5: Go upstairs and go upstairs now at once.
4: I haven't done anything. Oh, are you all right, Alex? You all right now? Al? Oh, I dreamt. I was dreaming. I didn't like it, Mummy. I didn't right. like it's, it. It's all right
5: now. It's all right now. Shh, 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 You're awake now.
4: I had spilled a snowman, and he fell on top of me. And I was cold. Cold oh, as ice. It, it's all right now. You're okay now. He didn't have any eyes. Oh, Mummy, no, Mummy. Shh, 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 I don't want to build a snowman, Mummy. I don't no, want no, to. No, 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 no. No one's going to
5: make you build anything down there. You would have to do anything you don't want to. Promise? <laughs> yes, yes, I promise. It was only a silly dream, anyway, and only a dream, and, and dreams don't mean anything. And they can't hurt you, okay?
6: Hmm. <laughs> he says the snow will continue. Might thicken up tomorrow. Hmm. The snow looks like it will continue. Oh.
5: Alex had that dream again today. Mm, what dream? What dream? The same dream he's been having on and off for years. The one about the snowman.
6: Oh, that. He's had it twice since we moved. Twice. Before we moved, he hadn't had it for two or three years. The stress of moving, and Moving's a stressful time. The thing was, Colin said he saw a snowman. Colin? I thought you said it was Alex. Yes, but
5: before that, it was Colin that said he saw a snowman. He, he kept on and on, and then he said that Alex was asleep. Mm. So I went to find him, and he was in here in front of the fire, asleep, dreaming that dreadful dream. Henry,
6: he was freezing. In front of the fire?
5: Freezing? (laughs) Not just freezing, I mean cold, really cold. Chilled, like ice.
6: And he was white. He'd probably been outside.
5: He hadn't. I, I know he hadn't. He was so cold. Henry, you must believe me. When I first saw him lying there, I thought... You thought what? I thought... He was so white. And still. I was so still, I didn't know what to think. And Colin had been saying these stupid things. What <laughs> Oh, about, about the snowman. And I, and I, I was frightened. I, I don't like that dream. It scares me. I, And seeing him there, it was like seeing a ghost. This house, the whole place, it just gets on my nerves. You you don't know what it's like. The whole place is claustrophobic. It just comes in on you.
6: Man. Look, ever since we moved, you've been preoccupied about the twins or the house or both. We must have had this conversation, this is or the if first not time this to... particular conversation, then one would like it. We've been not... going on about this sort of thing for weeks, and frankly, I'm rather fed up with it. I'm sorry. It's all right. I've said before, you should get out more. Tell you what, I'll leave the car tomorrow and you go and do some shopping. Buy yourself a new dress. Mrs Macpherson will look after the boys. That'll cheer you up. I don't like it here. Um, I don't like it.
5: This house gives me the creeps.
6: I don't know why i had to move in the first place. We moved because A, it meant I didn't have to commute, B, it's a bigger, better house, C, it was a very reasonable price, and D, house prices here are set to go through the roof. roof. Not to mention there's a good school for the It's all right for you.
5: You don't live here. What do you mean,
6: don't live here? Not really, no.
5: Oh, Mary. This house shouldn't just be a hotel for you. It should be a home.
6: For all of us. Anne. When I've got there, got ahead, got the car, when paying for the mortgage isn't such a struggle, then I'll have yes, more time yes,
3: to. Yes, yes,
5: yes. Then you'll be able to spend more
6: time at home. Look, I really have to go through those figures. Jenkins asked me specifically. Look, maybe tomorrow. It's all right, go
5: on go on up. I'll wash you up and watch a bit of television, maybe do some mining. I'll keep myself occupied.
6: Don't you worry. Get out more. That's what you should do. Get out more.
4: I don't like snowmen. We'll don't make me Right here. No. Right near the bird table. <laughs> He can scare the birds. It's cold. I don't want to. It's cold. Right. We'll start with a snowball. A big, big snowball. Mummy! Mummy! What is it now, Colin? He's back! What? The snowman's back. What did you say? He's back! The snowman's back! Now don't be silly. He is! I can see him on the lawn. The snow's gone. There is no snow. You can't see him from here. He's on the but lawn. That's the last time... Can I go and play with
5: him? There isn't a snowman. There never was a snowman.
4: Can I, Mum? Can I? Can I what? Go and play with him. The snowman. Can I, Mum? Can I please? Now, come with me. Come on. Now,
5: look. Look out there, Colin. There's just the lawn and the drive and the shed and the fence. Nothing more. No snowman. Nothing. It's not even snowing now.
4: There is a snowman. (laughs) I can see the snowman. Stop playing games. I don't like it. I'm not playing. He's there. Alex has been playing with him. What? Alex. And now he's asleep. Sleep? He played with the snowman, and now he's asleep. What are you talking about? Where is he? He's cold again, like yesterday. Where is he? Colin, where is Alex? Cold as ice. Colin, where is... Cold as ice and white as snow. Colin, where is Alex? Mummy, you're hurting. Just tell me where he is. Just tell Mummy where he is. That hurt. Is he
5: upstairs? Is he in your bedroom? You hurt oh, me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now, I didn't mean to. Just don't Now listen. Where is Alex? Just tell Mummy where he is.
4: I told you, he played with the snowman, and now... Is he
5: outside? Is that what you're saying? Is he outside?
4: He might be. Where? Where?
5: Exactly. With the snowman. Colin, you will answer me properly. You will tell Mummy exactly where he is, and you will tell Mummy now.
4: Colin! He's asleep. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. Colin! He's in the shed, Mummy. In the shed.
5: Hulk. Oh
4: God! Oh, you're so cold, so cold. Oh, wake up! Come on, wake up, darling. Come on, this is Mummy. I told you, Mummy. I told you, be playing with the snowman. Colin,
5: I told you, stay in the house. Get back in that house.
4: He's only playing. He's get only back playing. In the house. He's only playing. Oh, Alex, you're so cold. Here, yeah. come on now. I'll get you back
5: to the house. Get you warm.
4: I was dreaming again, Mummy. I was dreaming. Shh. It's cold, Mummy. It's cold. Oh, it's all right, darling. We're going inside now. We'll, we'll get you warm soon. So
5: cold. It's just a stupid dream, darling. That's all. It's just a stupid dream. It's not a dream, Mummy. The snowman's here. Don't don't be silly. Go on. Look at me, darling. He's right there. I can see no, no, him. You can't see anyone, darling. You can't see anything. Just
4: stop staring, will you? He's behind you, Mummy. And he wants his eyes. He wants his eyes. Don't, don't, don't be stupid now. Run, Mummy. He's coming. No, no, don't be silly now. It's, come on, it's just your dream. That's all. It's nothing. Don't let him get me, Mummy. Don't let him get me. Oh, oh, God.
6: Henry, make peace. Henry, it's happened again. Oh, look, I'm in the middle of the, the least...
5: dream. The dream, happened was
6: in the shed as
5: cold as anything and his, and
6: his neck. I thought his neck had been broken. What? He looked all wrong and twisted. Is he all right now? Henry, I don't like it. It's, it's creepy. There's something creepy going on, sinister. Is he all right now? What happened to him? Was he hurt? Can you come home? Oh, um, no. I... I don't want to be here alone. Look, I can't come home. It's impossible. I'm out of my eyes. Please. Henry, I'm frightened. I can't, I tell you. Look. The boys are okay now, aren't they? Well aren't they?
5: Well they, they, they seem all right.
6: They're indoors playing. Good. Now this is what you do. You get Mrs. McPherson to come in for a couple of hours to look after them. And you take the car. Remember, I left you the car, and go into town, get yourself a new dress. Nothing too pricey, but something nice. Dress me like a child. You always
5: do this whenever I ring at work can just imagine you
6: sitting there lifting your eyebrows right towards the other men in the office. That silly wife's got herself into a state again. Look, buy yourself a complete wardrobe, if you like, or... Or what? Or go and see a doctor. Get yourself some tranquilizers or something. You have to do something, Anne. Sort yourself out. Hello? Yes. When I get home this evening, we'll talk the whole thing through, all right? I mean, really talk it through.
5: You must believe me. I am
6: not going mad or anything. There is something going on. Well, nothing's going on. It's all in your imagination. What you have to do is to get it into perspective. That's why you should get out. Give yourself a break. Look, I've, I've got to go. You promise to do as I said. Go into town. Promise you can spend as much as you like. Go on, now. You know you need a break. And you know what I'm saying makes sense. right. go into town. you'll feel all the better for it. Believe me. All the better.
4: There. Can we go in now? No, I've told you. Now we need another snowball for his head. A small one. When does Mummy get back? She's not back for ages. Ages. Are you going to make his head or not? Or shall I use yours? You wouldn't. Don't be silly. You couldn't. I could twist it until it came off and then put it on top. You couldn't. Round and round it'll go, and then it'll break. Dubs. Round and round, snap. Please, Dust, you couldn't anyway. Oh, yes, I could. Now are you going to make his head, or do you want me to try?
5: I still can't believe it. Well, I suppose we were bound to bump into bound each other to? sooner or later. But I am glad it's sooner. Oh, yes, me too. God, how long's it been? Well, it must be about seven years. Oh. So how's married life? Oh, you know, okay. Boring at times, mm-hmm. but then, well... Oh. How about the children? Oh, you're still just the twins. Well, they're 11 now. God, are they really? <laughs> yes. well, well, and you? Oh, no, no ring yet. <laughs> Did you get, get the... the... Oh. You first. <laughs> all right. Are you still with the paper? Oh, yeah, still there. But now I'm a fully qualified local journalist, <laughs> covering weddings, staff dances, mickers <laughs> running off with milkman's wives, you know, all the usual sort of stuff. <laughs> well, nothing juicy. Oh, no, not for years. You, you had plans to write sometime, didn't you? Oh yes, but that was before. Before? Oh, what do you think? Marriage and children, and you know, one's life just sort of fills up with things. It's never a dull moment. <laughs> What's wrong, Anne? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> An overactive imagination. That's all. What about? Not oh, Henry, surely. Oh no, no, not Henry. Mm-hmm. You don't sound all that convinced. Oh, and he has his good points. He's got lots of good points. He's just very determined to follow the yuppie trend. Oh. <laughs> so determined he doesn't have much time for anything else and just gets me down mm-hmm. sometimes. I am actually in town to buy myself a dress or even a complete wardrobe if I wanted to, to cheer myself up, to give me a fresh perspective on things. Henry's idea. <laughs> Everything can be sold with money. fresh perspective on what? Oh, oh, no, nothing you can put your finger on. Well, I don't really like the new house we've got. Yeah, where is it exactly? N- maybe I know it. It's on one of these anonymous estates out of Knollwater. Oh. You know, the kind of mm. thing. One part is all named after Admirals, you know, Nelson mm. Avenue, Hood, Close, and another bit is all writers, Dickens oh. Way. Thackeray Drive. And Shakespeare Road. Go to Knoll Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Jane Austen cul de Geoffrey Archer Lane. <laughs> oh God, no, no, nothing so modern. <laughs> so, which one are you in, the Admirals or the Writers? Oh, no, neither, neither. Trees. Trees? <laughs> it's Maple Drive. <laughs> Maple Drive? <laughs> yes, why why, why why? do you say it like that? Oh, a name from the past, that's all. Mm, go on. Well, five or six years ago, I was sent to write something about Maple Drive. A, a very sad story, very sad. Mm, what? There was a family lived there when the estate was first built. I think they were called the Osborne's. Yes, that's it. Mr. and Mrs. Osborn, an ordinary family, the typical nuclear family. Mom, dad, two sons, aged, well, I don't know, 10 or 11. Twins, as it happened. Uh... Oh, look, look, maybe I shouldn't you be... Twins? Well, it's just a coincidence. What happened? God, I'm surprised you haven't found out about this before. I'm really surprised... Just tell me, was... please, what happened? All right. There was an accident. The boys were outside in the garden, playing in the snow, and one of them got hurt, badly hurt. In fact, it was fatal. How hurt? How did it happen? Oh, look, steady on, love. This was a long time ago. This is important. It's important. How did it happen? Well, remember, you asked me. His neck got broken. He fell over something, and his neck got twisted. It, it, It was very sad, but... The reason why we got interested in it, the papers, why I remember it so well, the other boy panicked. He he thought it was his fault, you see, and he panicked. So he built a snowman. A snowman? Yes, with the body, his brother's body, to hide it. I don't know what he thought he was doing, but it was a bit macabre and it it made a good copy, so of course we got interested. God, I hadn't realised until then how cynical a press can be. Where did this take place? I told you, in the car. No, what number? What, n- what number was the house? Oh, I. At least I what number. 13. You sure? You sure it wasn't 12 or. or 12A? Quite sure. I, I remember it gave me the title of the piece, Unlucky 13. It was number 13, all right. There isn't a 13 now. It goes 11, 12, tw- 12A, and 14A. They must have changed the number. They changed from 13 to 12. Hey, on, uh, Anne. Probably to help sell it. I bet they move straight up. Yes, I think they did. Anne, listen. Look, Anne, listen to me. Look, <laughs> it's a long time ago. It, it's all in the past. It doesn't mean anything now. Here and now, it doesn't mean anything. Anne, what are you looking at? You look like you've seen a ghost. How long has it been snowing? It started before I came in, I think. Two or three hours, I... Looks like it's settling, too. I should be careful if you've got to drive help. i have to make a call.
4: I must make a call. Where are the phones here? You, you know where the phones are? Now, now, let's make his mouth. Then he'll be able to talk to you. Be able to tell things to you.
5: And it's Mrs. McPherson, this is Mrs. McPee's. How are the boys? Sorry, dear, what did you say? How are the twins, Conan and Alex? How are they? Oh, they're fine, my dear, quite fine. Oh, thank God. They're enjoying
4: the snow. What? They're outside enjoying
5: the snow. I, th- I thought, I, thought you know I told why? you not. To... I made them wrap up well and wear their Wellington boots. I thought I told you not to let them outside. I, I told you strictly not know. to let them. S- yes, but it's when it started snowing, it's different, isn't it? It's not every day we get snow like this. You must watch out when you drive back. It's really quite. Uh, where, where are the boys now? Can- Can you see the boys now? Uh, uh, Yes, yes, I can see them. Mm, On the lawn, that's where they are. Uh, uh,
6: Both of them? Uh, No,
5: not both of them, just one of them. I can never really tell which one it is at this distance. And what's he doing? I think it's Colin, though. I think it was him that had the red woolly hat on. Or
4: was it Alex? No, one had a green hat, I think, and the other one... Just what is he doing?
5: (laughs) Mrs. McPherson, please. Just tell me what
6: he's doing.
4: nice big grin. Alex, I want your hat. I want your hat for the snowman. No, I'll get cold. Come on, give it over. Or do I have to take it from you? hurry up. All these lights. For God's
5: sake, Anne, just calm down. I didn't ask you to come. Sorry, just take it easy. Uh, Traffic lights are like kettles. They never change if you watch them. Oh, Stop. Oh, God! I never saw him I never even saw him What are you scared of? Is it something I said? Something about what happened before? You've got to tell me, please I can't I don't, I don't. Try me well, Later, maybe not now I've just got to get
4: home, okay? I'm getting cold, Carl I'm getting cold No, you're not Now we need something for his eyes No Oh, yes He's got to be able to see you Hasn't he? I don't want him to have eyes. I want to go indoors. You can't, you baby. I'm frightened. When does mommy get home? Not for hours and hours yet. I know. We'll use coal. That's black. Go and get some coal. I don't want him to be able to see me. Go and get me some coal. Then he'd be a real snowman, a real, real snowman. Then he'd be able to see. Can you see them? Can you
5: see the boys? Oh, they're probably on the lawn. There should be two of them on the lawn. Slow down a bit. Slow down a bit. Well, will. Can you see them? You should be able to see them. I well, can't see anything. It's the snow. No, there, there they are. Mind out! We're sliding. Oh God! We're going to
4: oh, hit them! Oh, no! No! Oh. Alex! Look out! Turn the wheel! Turn the wheel! Oh, left oh, a bit. Oh, left.
5: what mommy oh never mind just, just stupid irrational fears that's all i was building it all up in my mind some sort of great evil force but now i've destroyed it <laughs> and everything's all right now oh, where's colin colin oh he's asleep asleep what do you mean darling where is he He's all right. He's just sleeping. Anne, um, I think you'd better come over here.
4: Where, darling? Tell me where he is. I didn't do anything. It was the snowman.
5: Oh!
3: It was curious the way the snowman had shattered. The scattered pieces remained somehow connected. The trunk, the legs
0: head. Oh, no.
4: Please, God,
3: no. All in proportion, all of a size, a small boy's size. From the end of one leg, one white leg, protruding quite naturally, seeming so normal there that at first she didn't notice what it was. It was a foot, a human foot. And from the head, the shattered, flaking head, the head that was set at a curious, awkward angle to the rest of the body, she could see the eyes. Not black pieces of coal, but blue, staring, human. thinking of moving well as I said earlier 12A Maple Drive is up for sale a nice house three bedrooms through lounge fitted kitchen garage bit of a garden front and back yes bit of a garden front and back it's a snip of the price I'm told in fact they're so keen to sell they might even be open to offers Imelda Staunton played Anne And Brian Hewlett her husband Henry Alistair White was Colin And Alkis Constantouris was Alex Eva Stewart played Mrs. McPherson. J.C.W. Brooke wrote the story And Martin Jenkins was the director My name is Edward D'Souza the man in black and until the same time next week i too like the garden snowman must melt away
0: that was the snowman killing from fear on four here on the mysterious old radio listening society podcast once again i'm eric i'm tim and i'm joshua fear on four was that the horn mm-hmm. that was the horn and yes
2: tapping was that yes one
0: that's what i thought because as you know boy i love the horn And The Snowman Killing is
1: the debut episode of Fear on 4, Mm -hmm. of the first series.
0: How did you come across
1: this? I think it was after we listened to the horn. I just started in chronological order, because I'm a nerd, and listening through uh, the first series of Fear on 4, and there are a number of them that I really like, and there are one or two that are so horrific that I would (laughs) never put them on this podcast. But this one, while quite horrific, I feel like is done in the tasteful, horrific style of old-time radio, whew, I, maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm just saying
0: this is horrific.
1: It is. And I maybe even... it's because I've become desensitized because I listen to the ones that I would never <laughs> bring to the podcast.
0: Well, it's not the
2: visceral, gritty kind of like, no. uh, but it is horrifying.
0: That poor woman slamming into her kid. And the the drive the home the way the
2: head shattered is
0: like, ah. the drive home filled me with so much dread. There's nothing worse than oh yeah trying to get somewhere that you know you've gotta get there. And oh my God. It, it, it well, everything about this was so hard. I know. So but what
1: hard. A, what appealed
0: to me is and that I it wasn't I, a fun snowman story like I thought.
1: <laughs> it is not
0: a fun snowman it's story. It's the worst Christmas story you've ever brought to this podcast. <laughs> What
1: appealed to me, though, is stylistically, this is really a modern English ghost story in that Mm -hmm. the plot is pretty straightforward and pedestrian. You rent a house where there was a murder involving a snowman and scary stuff happens, right? If you read that, you'd be like, "Ho hum, I probably know what's going to happen. It is all about this very precise building of dread. Yep. Yeah. And we know something awful is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And each time we find a piece of the puzzle, it's not like it's a shock. We're like, damn it. <laughs> yep. It's going to happen. And that it reminds me of, of M.R. James and a lot of those uh, turn-of-the-century ghost stories that I love. And yes, listeners, I apologize. It's particularly dark. But I don't. it just has a lot to offer from, I think, an almost literary point of view. Cause mm-hmm. It is just so well written. I'll give you that. It, it's in that horror tradition of the most
2: terrifying place is an unsafe home. When she can see like, I need help and she can't get it.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the most successful things in this is the writer's choice to meld the supernatural horror of this snowman stalking their child with the real psychological horror. And it touches on what you just said in that she's in this terrible marriage. If you throw away the supernatural element, she's still trapped yeah. in a house that she <laughs> oh. hates. So it makes this over-the-top supernatural horror more relatable and feel even more real life. Because there's an element of supernatural dread and real-life human dread. Someone,
2: uh, my high school girlfriend, in fact, told me that The Shining, the movie, the first half of it is a movie about an abusive father. And that's it. And it's terrifying. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. I was really hoping the snowman, you know, was (laughs) real and was going to kill the dad. Like, ah, good, we got bad dad.
1: And at the end, they just took off his magic hat
0: and he melted
2: away. It was a twist to me, and it didn't seem like the predictable route to have it shake out that the bullying twin is the one who would be killed.
1: Yes, that's another... Nice. Which it makes Twists. sense in the narrative, but I didn't see it coming. Mm. Again, because I you so identify with the mother and her worries, it takes me totally out of the analytical part of my brain where I'm yeah. trying to guess what's going to happen.
0: Did you guys hear the subtle foley of the thump as the car was sliding? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was beautiful as far as really well done production-wise. like It sounded like, if you hit a kid in your car, what do it sound like inside the car? Do you think they actually went out and hit it? They did. And recorded it. So I yeah, looked at like BBC up. studios; they have everything. Yeah. yeah. Extra kids. <laughs> They're like,
1: "Bring little Nigel in here. <laughs> <laughs> what age do you want? A <laughs> toddler?"
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. Throw it against the car see how it sounds. No, it's no, not that's long. eleven.
1: <laughs> that's an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dark humor, because it
2: is so horrible. You know, a couple a, of episodes ago, I was complaining about the children actors in uh,
0: Martian Chronicles. That these
2: actors really good. I, yeah. th-
0: they reminded me of the performance of the kids in Fugue in C Minor. Yeah. yeah. And that creepy aspect to them, and I thought they did a very good job. They also just reminded me of every... Horror movie, horrifying kid, Damien, or whatever. Yeah, oh, and
1: when Colin does that evil chuckle mm-hmm. toward the top, mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Oh, and yeah. he just won't answer her question about
2: where, where is, he is he.
0: Yeah, that's frustrating, man. Like, where is he? Did you, anybody have that moment at the top of this where she finally looks out the window at the snowman that he sees? It seemed to me for a while that she also saw him. That was a question
1: I had, and I wondered what you guys thought. Colin sees a snowman by the birdbath and wants his mom to look, and when she does...
0: She freaks out. She
1: gasps. But she says there's not enough snow for a snowman. So I I wasn't sure...
2: If if, she
0: was telling the kid just to keep him calm?
1: I took
2: it as she gasped because she was told to see something that wasn't there and that she was worried that her kid is seeing
1: things. But it was so strong. Yeah. There's an implication that the child has been saying this... A lot, yeah. Well, we find out in a there, f- yeah, there have few been more recurring minutes, recurring dreams, yes, and that this is a pattern. However, I love that moment because yeah. I don't know,
0: yes, and it draws me that into was, the story. That was my point of not knowing, it allowed me to go, Oh, is she covering and saw it and telling him no so he doesn't freak out, or mm. is she worried? That uh, he's hallucinating again, but uh, it did bring that element of suspense of, is there a snowman in the yard or isn't there? <laughs> uh, the fact that he kept saying that the kid is asleep, you know, he's sleeping oh, yeah. and he's just playing a game and and he's cold. and It's parent triggers. Yes, yeah. and, that's, and, exactly and like, ah, ah. that's exactly what this is. It's exactly what this is. You yeah. just nailed it for me. Every single thing in this, as a parent, is a parent trigger. That's what this is. I'm terrified every moment that this is going to happen to me. <laughs> well, and
2: not having that same parent thing, but you just think of, like, well, obviously you should just keep that child by you all the time. Except you don't want to do that,
1: because you really can't. It's weird. Oh, you can't. And can. it's damaging to <laughs> yeah. the
2: child.
0: No, it's good for him. <laughs> That's the only way to get some sleep at night. I just keep her near the bed. <laughs>
2: uh, Don't move. (laughs) What was tricking for me was he wants your eyes.
0: That was... was (laughs) Yeah. So he can see. And he's right behind him, Mom. Right behind him. He Uh, wants eyes so he uh, can see. And then you hear that distant, happy birthday. (laughs) 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 On a
2: different path of conversation. Hmm. I had heard this episode before, and this is the first time I think that someone brought an episode to the table that I had heard before in the context of I'm looking for an episode to bring. Mm-hmm. And you decided against it, yes. clearly. So it's, it's very fun to compare, like, this is what I'm, my mindset when I'm listening to an episode, or like, mm, maybe not quite good enough. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then when you brought it, like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not worried about the consequences of this weighty
1: choice. <laughs> when it's all on my head, yes. you're great with
0: it. Why did you decide not to when you had it as a possibility? You know, I don't even remember, remember what my judgmenty,
2: judgy face notion was. Like, yeah, it's just kind of a you know one of those old snowman twins, one kills the other kind of story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> snowman twins. Oh. So I'm very glad you brought this. Because <sighs> let's give some kudos to Fear on Four, though. I mean, they do know what they're doing. They know how to produce. The direction is great the sound is great the music is great that the speed and pace is great
1: i will say again that we are presenting a curated sure well, showcase i'm of talking about what we've there listened, have been some yeah. duds that i've listened to and some things that were so horrific that did i i they, don't even ever want to listen to them again did they do exactly. cat wife <laughs> yes <laughs> slightly better not hard Taking me back to eighties. Do they actually say yuppie in here? Yes, they do. I hadn't thought of that term in so long, and it was just a. Terrible insult. That was just like the end of you if someone called you yuppie. Well, I remember immediately
0: that. Y- your vision of the dad is all of a sudden now he's in a golf shirt with the collar up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now he's wearing something different. Also, I thought that was just an American term. I remember
1: reading a whole story in an English comic book about yuppies oh, who were secretly yeah. demons. Or it was a Hellblazer episode uh, yes, the John Constantine comic book? Yeah, <laughs> demon yuppies. Uh, Young
0: urban professionals, right? Yep. Isn't that what it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Man, I can't believe everyone. And so
1: that. it's fun to see that very '80s thing blended in with this older tradition of jerkbag husbands. He <laughs> was right this was, out of 1945.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. My the God. misogyny. He
1: pretty much, he, he gets to that yellow wallpaper point where he says, yeah. "Or maybe get some tranquilizers." They should have called right. this Yellow Snowman. <laughs>
0: right. No, <right. laughs> no that's a whole other story. The, uh, <laughs> he says, just go buy something nice. Spend as much money as you want. Now, that's good husbanding. <laughs>
2: well, and also, like, I have to do this job so we can afford our mortgage. We're so tight on money. Buy anything you want. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, spare no expense to shut you up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how fast I would leave that meeting and go home. Again, my marriage and the way I see things, it always amazes me in these stories when men are like, Listen, shut up, go buy yourself something. I would come home, my house would be empty. <laughs> it would be, done
2: so fast. <laughs> It'd be like you hang up the phone and look up, and your wife and kids are
0: there. By- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Uh, any oh. other thoughts on this gentleman?
1: The Her performance is, it's Melda Staunton. Is that a. I- I think so, yeah. They weren't performers I recognized, uh, so I don't remember the names. But yeah, she's amazing. She holds the entire thing together. Obviously, the kids have to be believable or it Mm -hmm. would fall apart, but she's the heart of this. Yeah. It's one of those rare times where I was feeling for the actor. Like, you had to walk away from this recording just (laughs) feeling awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because she put everything into this. Well, they did that nice touch of...
2: She gets just a little bit of a break and a little bit of breath. Like, oh, I run to an old friend. I can talk. Yeah. And, oh, it's so much worse than I thought it was. I need to get in the car and drive home right now. Yeah.
1: And that whole final scene is very well written and performed when the mother's so relieved to see Alex. And yeah. is hugging him. And she keeps saying things. And she starts confessing about her fears about the snowman and how she was actually starting to believe it. And her friend just, I think it's like two or three times, just underneath it all keeps going. And trying to get her attention, so you, as the listener just know, oh no, and that's what I mean this, yeah. this dread it's not about shocking or surprising you, it's right. about letting you live in that moment for a beat or two too long, more than is comfortable, yeah, it's horrifying.
0: This ranks up there with Schindler's list, saving Private Ryan. They were great food of the gods, no, right no.
1: Right <laughs> sorry wrong movie list, wrong movie
0: list. <laughs> They were great movies. Mm -hmm. I'm never watching them again. I'm never listening to this again. Uh, Why would I put myself through that? I'm glad I heard this. I'm glad I saw those movies. There were things to be taken from that Mm -hmm. that I should know. And they were beautifully done. But my God, no, I am not buying the DVD of Schindler's List and watching it at any time, nor am I listening to this. You don't want the deleted
1: scenes of horror?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or the commentary? The
1: gags
2: and outtakes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... Is we send this to a vote. I think it's great. I think it was fantastic. It did exactly what it set out to do, and that is disturb me. And I will never listen to that again. But I, it was expertly done.
1: Yeah, there are some structural things that I think are really interesting in here. And I honestly have to probably listen to it again. Don't because like me. the scenes that we hear of them together playing and being told to build the snowman and Alex saying, no, I don't want to... Are those mm-hmm. the dreams that Alex is describing, are they flash forwards to this right. final building of the snowman that leads up to the death, and structurally, that's really interesting and, and it's even not knowing exactly how it fits together is still really satisfying because you know there's something complex underneath it. Uh, yeah, I have heard right now at least three times,
2: not more. What is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's exact structure in the in the twins relationship is fascinating of how much are these two kids being haunted by the two kids who lived there earlier mm-hmm. were they just perfectly good friends before they moved here and mm-hmm. now suddenly they're at, yeah. at each other's throats or is it just sort of nudging them a little bit is it not really at all and yeah. they're just awful to each other part of i think what i respond to this is i was uh, like a latchkey kid and any story that has to do with kids who are a little bit on their own just a little too much
0: mm-hmm. i i feel it yeah when you killed your twin yeah <laughs> that guy
4: was
1: a, uh,
0: so your vote was joshua
1: oh i think this is a classic radio drama i think this is hugely effective and i only hope that mr brooke is as effective in his it career as <laughs> he is as a horror writer I
2: agree with the classic status, uh, in part because what you said is that it is such a
0: effective, modern retelling of an old-fashioned ghost story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Book just wrote an email to us, it says 0010000111, and it's beautiful and <laughs> horrifying. So good, so good. So horrifying. All right,
2: Tim, tell them stuff. Please go visit com, home of this podcast. You'll find all our other episodes there. Uh, You can leave comments on episodes. You can leave us a message. You can link to our social media. Let us know what you think. If you have episodes you'd like us to listen to, we'll add it to our list. We'll get to it. Probably a year
1: from now. (laughs) But we will dutifully make our way through that list. (laughs) And uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash themorals and support this podcast. Uh, We appreciate that. You can also go to iTunes, write a review. You can go to Facebook and like us on Facebook. You can also join our Facebook discussion group. Currently, we are featuring a poll for the very best old time radio episode we have featured in 2019 and we're going to feature a poll of the very worst and we're going to give out two awards the best and worst of 2019 on morals and we'd like your participation
0: also, if you want to come see us perform live, we do as a theater group uh, recreations of old-time radio shows, with live sound effects, music, the whole thing. Also, do original works from time to time. Um, please visit MysteriousOldRadioListeningSociety.com dot com for a list of our shows and show times and show places. Um, what's coming up next? Next time,
1: we will be featuring our annual tradition some version (laughs) of the signal man selected by Tim until then
4: the snowman's back.
6: Now don't be silly.
4: He is. I can see him on the lawn. Happy
6: birthday.